Hey everyone, this is Tony from Comic Vine. So we had our second Friends of Comic Vine panel at the Long Beach Comic Con. It was a crazy time. Joining me was Jen Abrahamian, Jimmy Palmiotti, Brian Bucciolato, and Josh Fialkov. So take a listen to audio. It it's, wasn't a direct recording, but you'll get a taste. You'll get a feeling of, of what we had and... It, it got a little crazy, so it was all in good fun. Hope you enjoy. Sit back and relax. Wish you could have been there. I'm Tony Guerrero for those people listening. This is the Friends of Comic Vine panel. So over here we have Brad Michelotto. Hello. Yeah. Jen Abrahamian. Yes. Jimmy Palmiotti. Yes. Joshua Hill Fialkov. Yes. I used to always say your name wrong. I felt bad. Did a lot of people say that? Fialkov. Jimmy, come on. They Jimmy. call him Dick all the time. Jimmy, you're <laughs> son of a bitch. You're late for dinner. <laughs> right, I am Tony Guerrero. Hi, Tony. Uh, no applause. <laughs> yes! There we go. So this is uh, kind of like how we do our podcast, where we're just going to talk about whatever, and hopefully everyone has plenty to say about it. Otherwise, this could be really short. Or we'll just go next door to that other loud panel. Uh, so the first thing I, I thought we would talk about is just this, the state of convention. So there was some controversy going out before about this how conventions are changing. And it's the, the clientele, I guess, if you want to say that, the t- attendees. Um, so I think all of you guys, I always see, whenever I see you guys at, at conventions, you guys are always busy. You always got a lot of people there. So... What's your experience? Uh, you know, how have things changed? Are they, they the same, better, different? And and I don't know if you want to talk about it in terms of fans or sales or what you want to talk about. Uh, those people are crybabies. They should shut their stupid heads. Not the cosplayers. They're fine. No, the people complain. Here's here's the. I got horrible news for you. The world changes. Ooh. Well, also, I I, I think I should, should clarify the way this controversy started is. The, the original source was kind of misquoted, was kind of sensationalized. Right. In so, comics? When yeah. did that happen? No. The beginning of the complaining started, like, Mile High Comics wrote their thing. Well, yeah, there, there's that. And, you know, like, so it's been this, there's been this thing where people are like, well, why aren't things like they used to be? And it's because, and, and, like, I, you know, like, I did, I do digital comics, and, like, all people bitch about is, like, oh, digital comics are going to No, actually, just going to change comics. And if you're smart and you adapt your business, it will have to it'll help to make your comic business stronger. You know, so like you can stand in the middle of the road complaining that they put in a, a highway, or you could set up a fruit stand and try to make some money off it. I wouldn't do a fruit stand on a highway. 
<laughs> if you have a good place to pull over, though, it's not too bad. Yeah. There's maybe, this place. Maybe smoothies. Yes. Be better. Yeah, because you can throw them in the window. <laughs> There's this place by me. They they, they try selling like cherries on, on the free. It's like who's gonna pull? You're gonna kill yourself. Dude, if you're craving cherries. I don't give a shit. You gotta pull over and get some cherries. You gotta like cross eight lanes. When you crave things, you ever like crave like you know? You ever, like, I've never craved cherries. It doesn't matter where the place is. I want that cheeseburger, yep. and I'll do a U-turn in front of eight cops. <laughs> Whatever, yep. I gotta get that thing. It's, it's all about craving. I hope comics are like that too. I, I, I crave, crave them. I yeah. crave you, Jimmy. You do? I do. It's gonna be that kind of panel, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Comic Vine After Dark. Yeah. Well, you already asked. Everyone's over 21 here. That's true. But we do like that. I, I appreciate that fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, people listening at home when this goes up. They, it's the internet. Everything's on the internet. I'm not. I'm not gonna edit. Are there words that we can't use? Like, can you give me a couple words that we shouldn't use? Well, I mean, we we always try to keep it PG-13, which in PG-13 you can say quite. So we can all take our tops off. Yeah. But only for like five to twenty-four. Right. Like, yeah. No front of frame. I mean, what's an offensive word to you? Twat. Twat. That's what deaf people say, right? Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. Well, the, the whole rating thing, uh, so, so they, they announced recently Deadpool's going to have a movie. And a, right. A, right away, a lot of people were like, it should be rated R, it should be PG-13. It should be X. I think it should be like NC-17. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But does it need to be, is the thing. Because the, the comics aren't rated R. The comics are PG-13. But when I read them, my brain is NC-17. So whatever, it's that little white space between the panels, crazy shit happens in there. That's why it's white yeah. in between the panels. It's just coated wow. with man, damn yes. cool stuff. You know. There you go. We all learned something today. <laughs> why there's white panels between panels? It's from Deadpool's sperm. There you go. That's like really breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, well, it's not breaking; it's repairing it. It's, uh, it's mending. 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 Mending is a good word. Okay, so we can't say that shit. Say what you want. All right. I mean, if anyone complains, I'm like, oh, this is chicken. Right. <laughs> right. That's right. So, so you think Deadpool should be rated R or NC-17? Yeah, I, I, I like to say maybe write a really great story. And then, if there's a way that he can curse like a sailor and make it fun, and why not? Should be like a, you know, I, the bottom, it's, I don't care about that stuff if it's a good story. If they curse, then who cares? I don't know. He blows people up. He destroys. I mean, that might be well, the that's problem. Not, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's right, it is America. It is yeah. America. I, mean, I think is... he should be topless, though, or at least have holes where his breasts are. <laughs> you know? I think that might, might cause some controversy. Because mm-hmm. the problem is, if, if you make it rated R... Then that's going to limit ticket sales. No, we, it's that's a lie. Though. Well, no, I mean we know kids will will go see it. But, but we don't care about kids. But we, but, you know? <laughs> I mean, this I mean, is I mean, comics, Tony. The thing is, if, if, if yeah, kids, if come kids on. go see it, they're going to buy tickets to something else and then sneak in, and then the movie's not going to get. That's your right of passage, though. I think it, if you put a princess in the movie, it might. Like you know, no, I I just don't think you have to. You stay true to the character in the film somewhat. I I don't know if it's gonna work. But the character on... doesn't really swear. That's in the what I'm saying. The, the comments are PG-13. All right, fuck it, it's PG. All right, that's <laughs> it. We both decided. You just killed one topic now. I I you know I I don't care. How about that? I don't really care. <laughs> I, I don't you know, PG R. I still won't see it the first week. I've never read a Deadpool comic ever. 
Yeah. Have you nev- never yeah. did? No, it's like Jerry's doing. You should. Good job. You should read. Yeah, yeah Jerry's doing a good job. Yeah, Brian. Brian. Jerk. What is he? I thought he was like Spider-Man, but vulnerable. Yes. He's like Wolverine, but invulnerable and an ass. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think Deadpool just Deadpool. tells me people like fun comics. That, that's all it says, is people like fun comics. Yeah. And, and in PG-13 movies, you can get away with Yeah, I mean, it, did, it didn't hurt the Expendables 3. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think lots of things hurt the Expendables 3. Yeah, I think the cast did. The Expendables 3 hurt the Expendables 3. Did anyone see that movie? Anyone in this room? What'd you think? Yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 the first two were terrible, I thought, so I don't know. You haven't seen any? No? I think the next room is probably showing the trailer right now for, for it. They're exactly what you expect them to be, right? So there you go. Okay, you guys are quiet out there. <laughs> Way to insult everyone's favorite movie franchise. Ed, Expendables 3. <laughs> Yet another blunder. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Leave the weapon. Now, now what you. if there is a, a, a painkiller gene? Right. Rated R. Like, like, I, I, wrote, I wrote the screenplay. There's some major sex in it. Well, I mean, but see the difference there. <laughs> minor sex? Like major. No, I'm talking, I'm talking girl-on-girl soap in the shower stuff, you know? Uh, it's so classy. It's, so it's classy. It's, it's, they're in love, and uh, that's what counts, basically. No, I, honestly, it, it could. I think in a rated R movie, you can say the word "fuck" like four times or three times. What is the rule? Uh, it's PG thirteen. How many? Three or four times for PG thirteen. Oh, PG thirteen. I think this is the worst. Two. The worst conversation. So I mean, it's sort of like you sit there. They must sit in the room and go, "How many, you know, those can we get in there <laughs> to keep it under R?" I guess. I mean, they must do that craziness, right? Or we yeah, have to I cut mean, out Scarface something. Scarface had like 117 bucks. Star- well, well, Scarface is awesome, right? Old, That's old a great movie. Great. That's a great movie. But in the old days, there were no guidelines. You know, they would submit the, the movies, and then they're like, "Oh, it's rated R." Why? Then they wouldn't say anything, and then they'd have to edit it, resubmit it, and then. I think it's still like that. I think there's still a lot yeah, of I, I, yeah. assholeness that goes on. Yeah, it's just like, like too bad. They, they said like Scorsese got away with everything in that last movie he did because he was Scorsese. They let him get away with crazy stuff in that movie. But honestly, as long as it's a good story, I don't care PG or R. If it's a great story, then I'll go see it. And, and the difference is painkiller, the painkiller gene comics are R-rated. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm writing them for adults. Yeah. And, and it says mature warning mm-hmm. on it. It has that and... God forbid there's a nipple once in a while and people start, you know, whatever. I, I just think it's so ridiculous. I, I, maybe I have like too much of a European brain. It doesn't bother me. But when you see the half a head and glowing up, I'm like, all right, that's kind of crazy. But that's violence. Violence is okay, right? Yeah. Violence is okay here. No, no. no, beheading is like the new word on the news lately. Today I heard it nine times today. The beheading, because I guess that guy killed, that Another worker one? came in. Yeah, a guy, Another the one? worker. Jesus Christ. Killed a girl in his office, and then they um, shot him, uh, and he's he not beheaded, dead. He beheaded, he beheaded a girl. He went back to the office. Anybody see that today? No. Yeah, you saw that, right? And he went back to where he were. He got fired from a place. He went in and beheaded a girl and went to do it and cut another one with a knife, and the cop shot him, but he's you not dead. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, you can't do it in one spot. You have to, like, work at it. Like a, with, like, a samurai sword? No, it was, I think he used, like, a, uh, you know... Like, a small knife or something. I don't know. Maybe I think a spoon. I think he tried to do a spoon. It took him like seventeen hours. It's like no. Anyway. So Josh. 
Apologize. Anyway, the beheading was the word of the day today. <laughs> Today's word is beheading. It's horrible. It's so horrible I have to laugh at it because I can't stand watching the news anymore. Everyone's beheading. Yeah, it is. I'm against beheading. So am I. For the record, I, I, no beheading. Absolutely. And you both work at DC Comics? That's it. That's there, you there you go. Wow. Don't let Dan hear that. You guys will be out the Dan, door. Dan DiDio, I'm against beheading, just so he knows. How do you feel about arms being randomly ripped off? That's all right. That's okay. That's, right. That's why we have two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like being intentionally ripped off, not randomly. Oh. Like Lobo. Like Lobo. Like Lobo. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and Santa Claus. Anyway. Moving on. Moving on, Tony. Bunker. Let's talk about the bunker. What about it? So, uh, when are we going to see more? Uh, I'm I'm looking every month ish. I'm talking live adaptation. Uh, I can't comment on that, Tony. I could never comment on the TV show that we sold that I'm writing. I could never comment on that in a million years. Can you not comment if it's a half hour, an hour, or two hours? I mean, hours? hour long. Uh, so you can't say that. Yeah, I couldn't okay, say it's an hour long drama. <laughs> okay. Can you say if I'm going to be in? What? We, Could you say if I'm going to be in? For sure, no. we know that one. Yeah, for sure. Know. Yeah, definitely not. What if he gets beheaded? I'm against it. We're all against beheading. Unless it's a children's superhero character, I'm totally against it. You know what you're going to get on your website? Like, they're, they're throwing around the word beheaded. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know, it's like you're going to be the word. It's going to be on you. I would say it's... It's on your head, it's on ironically. Your, it's on you. Yeah. It's, you're going to lose your job. You're going to get cut off. Your job. That's it. You're done. <laughs> they're going to cut you right out. 50 years. Yeah. 50 years. There's nothing funny about that shit. All right? All right. Yeah. Stop laughing so hard. Okay, they can't see that, right? It's not being video. It's a whole... Tony, stop laughing at that subject. It's a horrible thing that's happening in the world, the thing, and you giggling like that. <laughs> I, I can always edit this before I Yeah, that's true, that's true. I turn things around. Yeah, all right. All right, what, what do you, how do you guys feel about all of the comic adaptations on TV? <laughs> all the comics. All of them. How do you feel about all the comics? I like the second one yes, I read. Yes, no, no, yes. I like haven't been good since the what 80s. I like the covers with red and blue on them. Those two colors. <laughs> so, as, as far as, as all of the superhero adaptations on, on TV, do you guys think that like the bubble's going to burst? Because like, not every single network... How many are on? There's How many are on? Are there? There's like seven. Have they all started? They're all starting. Just oh, like, Gotham started. like Fox, ABC... And um, iZombie hasn't started either, right? No. I think that one has. No. I think for uh, October. So it's hard to say how I feel about it. But, I mean, just, like, just the fact that, that all of these networks are going to be having them, and then you got, like, stuff that's going to be streaming. And... How fucking cool is that? It is cool, but... <laughs> yeah, more. I think we need more of them. I don't think there's a bubble, though. Like, it's just a, a source for material. It's, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a bubble in that, like, when Lost was really popular, there was, like, 20 shows like Lost, and they yep. all, like, the good ones survived, and most of them crashed and burned, and, like, the same thing will happen. Arrow is great, Flash is going to be awesome, and, you know, the rest will be what they'll be. So there. Although Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is really good. You guys watch the, like, the season premieres. Like, I stopped watching last year, and I watched season premiere. It's, it's actually pretty good. I like, stopped really, last year. You know, I, like like when yeah. I stopped when I got to the Captain America stuff because I didn't see Captain America because I have a child. And so that, that's kind of where it amped up. Was it PG thirteen yeah. Captain America? Like your kid? How old's your kid? I, she's four. So. Oh yeah, yeah, it's too young. Yeah, yeah. I did show her Hammer movies as a child, as did a you? baby. So there you go. I started, I started to get her primed. <laughs> and her favorite, she loves Godzilla movies. 
to watch Godzilla every weekend when my wife works on Saturdays. We watch, Godzilla, we watch a classic Godzilla movie. Cool. cool. She can identify them. Destroy All Monsters. Mm-hmm. She loves that mm-hmm. one, right? She likes uh, Mothra. Uh, she's scared of Batra, who is the evil Mothra. Right. Um, she will frequently, like, we'll be playing in the front yard, and she will frequently play uh, I Will Be Godzilla, and she will be Mothra. Like a and giant she, sweater is out there, yeah. and she's in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That's what we do. Yeah. What does your Godzilla sound like? <laughs> Pretty good, right? <laughs> That's good. So now the, the people next door are going to be like, they're sure, watching a Godzilla movie. Godzilla just that. came here with Angelina Jolie. It's <laughs> <laughs> a sequel. Yeah. She's uh, a monster. Did you guys see Gotham? See what? I did. Gotham. How'd you think? What'd you think? It was awesome. Oh, okay. There you go. That, I, <laughs> that's an opinion. That's all I need to know. No, that's good. You liked it. Yeah. Cool. You're back for more next week. Awesome. This week. This week. Oh, it's next. All next right. Year. Yes. I didn't see it. I, I didn't. Script. I thought it was a little uh, cop show. I thought. Uh, yeah. Generic cop show. I like how everybody says everyone's full names. Like, constantly. Everyone is like, hello, I am James Gordon. Oh, really, James Gordon? Well, I am Harvey Bullock. <laughs> Have you met our forensic officer? His name is Edward Nigma. That's a lot of that. Oh, I think man. we should have it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it, it did feel like... I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I thought... And I should add, ironically, the one person whose full name they don't say repeatedly is the new character, played by Jada Pinkett Smith, who's the only character who we don't know who she is. Like, they kind of like... Her name. It's like, I have no idea what her name Maybe is. Maybe they didn't figure it out yet. Yeah, maybe they're still working on it. I think, yeah. yeah. What's her name? Fish Mooney, I think. Yeah, you know, I never hear it. Everyone else, they repeat, like, I Fish get Mooney? James Gordon. Fish Fish yeah. Like, yeah, but like, you read it. Like a, 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 like a gal's name, Fish Mooney? I guess so. That's wild. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like San Francisco family. It sounds like the kind yeah. of name that you would say over and over right, instead Fish of, Fish I don't Fish. know, James Gordon, which we know. Yeah. You had to do a, Brian did a, a commission at San Diego. So a Fish how, Mooney? A Fish yeah. Mooney? Like, that's why you know. Came out. Someone wanted, they paid Fish. for Fish Mooney. Fish Mooney. Fish Mooney. <laughs> I just saw that on the menu across the street, Fish Mooney. The uh, pizza place, yeah. Dueling pianos? Yeah. Du- no, I... Does anybody like dueling pianos? Who doesn't? I, yeah, I don't Who know. Who doesn't I, love it? I, I see... I pass by it, and I'm like, I don't understand this. So it's two people that didn't really know how to play piano, and they duel. Maybe you have to sit, get a front row seat. No. That, that's why you don't understand. I don't say I understand it. Do you like it? I know, because I've never sat down in... So you say, no, you don't like it? But you I, never sat down and listened to it. I don't it. know if I like it. Oh, why don't you try it tonight? It's across the street. Let's go. They duel. <laughs> Unless they got on top of the piano and dueled. I'm not really interested. I think they should have dueling pianos with one piano. So they fight each other for the keys. Yeah, they fight each other. walk like 10 paces carrying the piano. Okay, did anybody in here watch the, ever go to the dueling pianos? Any of you guys? All right. No? No? You're just afraid to admit it now? We're on the hot pot. You did. How was it? And how is it? Pretty good? It's probably better in Tennessee than it is here. Here it's all Hollywood glammed up a little bit. I mean, you know? It's probably like Liberace and... Uh, the What's that? So Tennessee is like the black versus the white Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, how, how does the, the do they... Well, he's sorry. He knows. Do they take turns? Like one first plays, the other first plays? Yeah. And... Th- is there a winner? Like, is there a winner? Like, who plays it better? 
Or the audience decides who the better guy is, or you guys know by the time you leave that guy's side. I think it's just a misnomer. Who gets more tips? Oh, really? Do you throw the money at them, or is it like a big cup, like a giant cup on the end of the piano? Uh, on the piano. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you so go you, up and you tip them. Yeah. Winner, winner that's real. Like if the winner gets both the tips, that'd be the bomb. Yeah, that's because. Yeah. Or maybe they should make it where the loser has to double out of their own pocket. Or the loser gets beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Fish Mooney. So he's going back to I, I, I thought Gotham was it, was, it was, it was a pilot episode. I didn't see it. They, they, they crammed a lot in there. But he gets, says it's awesome, so I'm going to go, I'm going to see it. I'm going to watch it, you know, yeah. I, just, uh, I give it, I always give them three episodes, right? Because the first one they're trying to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they get every time they introduce each other, hey, Commissioner Kids Gordon, who just came back from Peru yeah. after spending, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You don't know nothing, you know nothing about Commissioner Gordon, Jimmy. No, clearly. I no, I don't. He's Peruvian, right? Well, he likes the, the, the food. Uh, I mean, we know that. But the, in, in the, the, the precinct, they have the jail cells right, right next to the desks. Well, because you get no work done. Well, it's like in Barney Miller. They're using the Barney Miller School of Police yes. work. But I mean, the criminals. Are, I, I, I said this I, on the other podcast. They're going to like pee on, on the detectives that he walked. I I would. I had a friend of mine that worked in a precinct in Brooklyn, and on a Friday night, I went to meet him. We were going to go out, and he goes, "Hey, check this out." And he takes me in into this other room, and it's a cell. It's the single cell they have in there that normally would fit, like, 12 people. And there's, like, 35 people in it. And they're crammed. And I'm in there, and I'm like, and he goes, yeah, these are drunk drivers. And then one guy goes, hey, Jimmy, like that. I hear from the middle of the, of the crowd, and it's some guy I know. That, and I go, what are you doing? He goes, ah, oh, dude, you know, it's driving and you know, I was drunk and you know and I'm like oh that sucks and I go to my friend you got a better place you can put him he goes got no room man but it was in a separate room you know and they throw in they give you like Kool-Aid like they give you like these little no uh, Sunny Delight drinks <laughs> and bologna sandwiches while you're in there well, this place sounds terrific stack of bologna so don't drink and drive is what I'm trying to say unless you want a bologna sandwich <laughs> you're going to get a Sunny Delight and a bologna sandwich and, that's, and then get crammed with a bunch of men unless that's your thing then, uh, Sounds good. like my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Gotham, but in a different room. But you know, it's TV, man. They want to be able to yeah, pull yeah. there and see those guys yeah. complaining, and they go pull it's back. Probably cheaper, you know. Yeah. They have a singing paddle next door. You, do you know how to sing at all? No. Nope. Any of you guys? No. I, you I, sure? I will do it, but I don't know how. You don't sing at all? Sing. No. I don't know. You think? You know? Not at all, huh? Like Not even in the shower? Car. In the car? No? Wow. You sing? Oh, I sing, but I want singing. Here. All right. How about you? You sing, yeah, Tony? Yeah, I do. Go ahead. Knock out a tune for us. I need the music. Listen. I don't know the words of this song. Can you sing Frozen? Yeah, I was just going to say, you should sing Frozen song. Okay, I've never seen that movie yet. I've never seen it, but I know the Frozen song. Yeah, it's like, yeah, grown, grown men. Tony and, I have, Tony and I have daughters. Tony and I have daughters. We know all the songs from Frozen. Yes. My neighbor, who's a young girl, said, it's not that good. I said, really? She goes, it's not really a, 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 one of the Disney's best. That was her, her opinion of it. And I was like, oh, okay. Pass on Slapper. Yeah, no, I watched The Dragon. I saw that other the part two, the uh, How to Train Your Dragon, Dragon part two. That was cute. Did you train? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, it, I learned something. I thought they trained him in the first one. But did you get hypnotized? Was there a new dragon? Spoilers. There is a new dragon. Uh, and, it's a uh, big dragon. It's a big dragon. And uh, did anybody see the movie? 
I did. So mostly everybody. Do you, does anybody want to see it? No? Okay, because what happens in the, the ending is it's really, it's really screwed up. I mean, He's you know. No, no, I'm not going to say anything. No, no. He's but, not the B word? B no, no. word. The word that you guys keep saying. Gored. Someone gets gored. Oh, okay. Moving on. I thought he was saying booze. I don't know. No, okay, let's, let's talk about spoilers. Okay. So, I'll, I'll, you, you guys sell comics. Now, obviously, you want people to buy your comics. Right. But I, I've been noticing, you know, a lot of times when, when we'll post a review, there'll be someone like, like, oh, someone tell me what happens. Right. And, and I, I get that, you know, comics, you know, there's so many comics, people have limited budgets, they can't buy every single thing, but they want to know what's like, kind of like, too bad, you, know, you need to pay for it if you want the comics to keep going and all that. Right. But I, I'm seeing, like, some places where they'll spoil what happens in an issue, like, the day it comes out. Right. Like, they'll, they'll spoil it before my comic store is even open on Wednesdays. So. Right. And, and then some people are like, spoilers are fine, you know, they'll spoil movies and, you know, they, they don't care, they'll still see it or, you know, whatever. So I'm curious, so let's start with you, Josh. How do you feel about spoilers in comics or movies or TVs? They're bad. So you're, you're anti No, they, they, it's promoting the book. Like, here's the thing, people don't care, actually. People don't care if they're spoiled, they want to know if it's worth reading. And what makes it worth reading is not the plot twist, it's the plot. It is the characters and the drama and the story. Like, who cares how Wolverine died? I want to. Oh, yes. Damn it! He's been dying for like Wolverine. Is he dead again? Is, yeah. it, is he? Did not they kill him yet? Oh, not yet. It's been like a year and a half. He's he's he's, he's still dying. But you know, in theory, the part that you're supposed to be excited about is the journey to his death. Yeah. I guess. So that, that yeah, how it happens, and then if someone says this is what happens, and then it's like, why buy the comic then? You know, because people. People know, you know, especially comic book deaths. You know, like, look, saying Rosebud is a sled is meaningless unless you have seen Citizen Kane. You oh, know? dude. Sorry, dude. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, who cares? It's like, what kind of sled? Like, like and that's, that's the thing. So people hate the ending of Lost, and they are wrong. And here's why they are wrong. Because they answer every single question people have about that show. They just weren't watching. Like, people weren't watching. Like, they explain what the island is. They explain why they're there. They explain how their plane crashed. They explain everything. And so the end of the show can't be them being like, okay, so what happened is, is it's this anomaly. And, um, you know, what happens is it, uh, if you don't release the correct amount of radiation, it will create a magnetic spire. And that spire actually hit their plane. Is there, like, who cares? That isn't what's important. What's important is, like, these people went on a journey, and this is where the journey completes. Like, the, the why of it never matters. The, the, the what of it, rather, never matters. It's the why that matters. The best part of the trip is the trip. Right? It's not the destination. It's, it's, a, it's the door song. No, I don't like it in movies because a lot of times some movies depend on it. Like this little twist. I, I remember, what's the one with Bruce Willis where he's... Six Sense. So, Six Sense. Well, that's a great movie, too, by the way. That's a great movie. But in Six Sense... Amanda and I were going to see it that night, and we're listening to the radio, and the guy on the radio goes, you know, once you know he's dead, it just ruins him. And we're like, what? Like, it, they, re- they literally, like, we were like, oh. But don't you think that's, that's fewer and far between? Like, like, most movies don't, aren't that dependent. No, no, that, that's true. Is yeah. one that's dependent. Yeah, I, I, I just think, you know, yeah, if you're going to see Transformers, I, you know, you really can't ruin it for me. Mark plays at the end. Yeah, this, yeah. Dude. You know. Except for the last movie. There's no way to the last movie. Yeah, my, my daughter wanted to see it. I, I, sure, never sure. saw a single Transformer movie. She wanted to see that one. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know what? I, I, a part of me also likes the trailers that don't explain the movie. Like, that were just like, 
images, and then I have to go. I remember Dragon Tattoo, the Fincher one. I remember the trailer was so exciting, and I had no idea what the movie was about. But the trailer was fantastic, and it made me see that movie. And I, again, I went and sat at the end. I didn't know where it was going. I, I enjoyed it for that experience. But it was a discovery type movie too, you know. So it, it unfolded. I was gonna say, I like spoilers, and the reason why is. Uh, I think it was when Return of the Jedi came out, I went to a convention in New York in 1983, and uh, Marvel released the graphic novel. And so this was before Return of the Jedi came out. I knew that Luke uh, and Leia were brother and sister, and that he was the father, and I felt fucking special. And you know, I was like 13 years old, and I got to be on like the inside, and I think ever since then, like I'm down to spoilers. Spoil for me, please. It makes me like it more and, and anticipate. What movie are you looking forward to? Like, that's out now. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. <laughs> I just saw The Drop. The Drop Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. I, that was shot where my aunt lives on her block. That, I'm like watching the movie. I'm like, oh my God, that's like my aunt's block in Brooklyn. I, I love that movie. I thought it was great. This is absolutely my favorite movie. Yeah. Year. You didn't see it. I wouldn't change anything. Yep. It was, it was, Tom Hardy was great. And, uh, and Jane Delfini was amazing. I mean, because I, I, I just think spoilers, because, like, I, I just saw... Um, <laughs> Apparently he has a feeling about it. He doesn't like spoilers. No, I mean, I, I saw... The, Tony, how do you feel about spoilers? I saw, like, the, the we know how you feel. Don't say anything. No, I don't know ahead, you guys right. know the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. It's like, I had no idea what this movie was about. Right, it's like, the Beatles song? I don't no, know. That's the thing. I was like, it can't be about the Beatles, because that'd be too obvious. It, it had James McAvoy. So that's all I knew. My wife didn't see it. It was a good movie, and I, I enjoyed out? seeing it. Did it come out? Yeah, it just came out. I saw it like a week ago. It's it's kind of a, 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 a like an art house. Kind of yeah. 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 Oh okay. It's not like a wide okay. release and yeah okay. And and I like Tusk. Really, I really enjoyed it because I knew nothing about it. Right. And and sometimes it's it's rare in comics where you can read a comic and not know what's going to happen, especially with the solicits and the three month and. All the rumors, you know, getting spoiled. And I do like the idea of putting out fake solicits. You know that. I love when a solicit's nothing to do with I do, the book. Yeah, like, I just, my solicits are meaningless. Like, I just write gobbledygook. Because we changed stuff. Well, I like you. I just do, like, a dark secret would be revealed. Like, right. yeah, probably. <laughs> That's usually what happens. What, what, hap- happens. what happens is they want it three or four months in advance. And I, on Harley, Amanda and I look at each other like, what are we doing? Through? And it's like, I have no idea. I'm like, just put this down. And sometimes it matches because that's our idea. Do you write your own solicits? Because it seems like when I talk to people at DC, they, they, the writers aren't writing their solicits. No, no. The, it depends on the editor. <laughs> Some editors don't want to do their job and they ask us to write them. Some give us one and say, is this okay facilitation? Then we, we juice it up a little bit. But um, for, for the most part... I don't really, I'm not a professional, I'm not a great solicit writer. Cause uh, I don't, you're not a professional I, solicitor? No, I'm not. No, I, it, people stand on a corner, I'm in the middle of the block. You know, I don't, I don't really know what's going on. But a peop, when a car pulls over, I run the other way. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but, do I go on the driver's side, the passenger but, but there's an art to that three sentences that I don't really have. I, I got to be honest. So, some, so when an editor does it really well, I'm the first one to go, that's great. I that sounds better than my story. <laughs> all of the for the punk solicits, every solicit is uh, the opening dialogue of a TV show. That's what I've been doing. So we have the real world. I think I might have done Charlie's Angels. Nobody notices. Nobody reads them. I did one on one Retail of the books. On one of the no, no, on one of the, I did one of our books where I said I put in it like if you actually are reading this and you email me, I will send you twenty copies for free. 
Did anybody say no? Nobody. Nobody reads it. Maybe they want twenty copies. Yeah, Maybe. that's a lot of dollars? that's a lot of responsibility. Twenty copies of yeah. a comic. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do with that. Yeah. Some people. I mean, God forbid. Like, where do you store all your comics? Did he, if he signed them, maybe I, yeah. you know. But no, I, I, th I think the retailers look at the covers. I think they look at the pictures. They, I hate to say, they look at it and say, all right. Yeah, they do. And well, then, I will say that when we post the solicits, you know, the Marvel and DC solicits, the people on, on the boards, and you guys out there probably agree, maybe, where they'll look at every little word to try to see. It's, maybe it's like the, the Brian mentality to know, want to be the first one to know what's going to no, happen. I think it's a bitch about it. Well, you know, the people that read Comic Vine, let's be honest, the people <laughs> that read the Comic Vine, they're wonderful people, and I, lo I love them. And uh, No, I'm kidding. I, you, know, you, you know, you read those responses, you know, you read, some of the people are very angry at everything, but you know? But you also have to think that that's, that's a small vocal minority. No, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's funny, actually. I think when there's a, when there's a, uh, when there's a horrible review of a book and then people get angry and they write angry, I think it's kind of fun to read that. You know, we get people angry when we write reviews. It Do you? Matter. You guys are generous, though. You guys, you have five stars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most people only have four. So you guys like, are pretty generous. Do we, what do you mean? He doesn't have half stars, though. Yeah, we have half stars. No half stars. You don't color it in half. Right? No. No. no okay. We only have half. But I think you guys are pretty generous. I think, I think there's a lo lot of love in your reviews. They aren't it's, like it's, just like uh, well, they're more it's like not, dissection. It's generous. It's, we kind of tend to review more books that we like. I mean, right. it, it's hard to write a review on a book that's really bad because you have to tear it apart. And, right. and you know, there, there could be an argument where, where people need to know if this is a really bad book. No, but, that's ridiculous. Well, <laughs> okay. But, I mean, I, I, I would never give... I, I've seen some people give, like, zero stars. That, I think, is ridiculous. That, you know, because no Do matter you, what... Part of the star is in the art, too? Part well, no, of the star? That's the thing. Right. Like, sometimes the art can make a difference. Right, you know, right. Times, and sometimes, you know, the writing... You know, it, there's different things where the art can either make a book better or it can make it... You know, it could hurt it. Right. And, and then, you know, there's, like, the coloring and, you know, there's the whole vibe of the story. So, you know, there's, there's yeah. different things. So, I don't think, oh, like, a book should get a zero star. Even if, it, if you think it's, it's really bad. You can review the paper stock. Yeah, there, there's something. Was it any good? Oh, did he? He's such a he's such a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he was at Chicago Con, right? That's when he's Chicago, and everyone's going LaBeouf is back in the room, and I'm like, oh, he's got comics. He's like, yeah, he's doing comics. I'm like, I didn't see it, but I was really did it. Yeah. I still think he's on a long, artsy, kind of crazy thing. Yeah, he's in, yeah, yeah. But he's still making movies in between, so. I, but I, like I said, reviews, you know, as a professional reading your guys' reviews, they're, they're well-written on your site. And you, you can tell that people love the comics. Um, but I have a thing, and it's probably, it's probably just me. When I read a really good review of my books, I always think, ah, they're lying. Like I don't know when it when it's halfway halfway uh, then I'm like yeah that's you see he saw he saw right through well, it's me. because you can't believe that you, you have to you have to give the same weight to the good review as you do to the bad review. Right. So right. therefore, like you're just like well I don't believe the bad reviews so why would I believe the good review? Oh I believe the bad ones sometimes. I'm, I'm like, convinced that Matt uh, Matt Elfring is just scared of me because I yelled at him. <laughs> I jokingly yelled at him because he gave a, he gave uh, like an ultimate book I did a three. No, no, I, but he's given I think he gave one two. Did he? I think maybe. Oh, with Ultimate FF? And, and the, Stupid Ultimate FF brought my average down. Yeah, I think it was just the art. Yeah. 
Do you have an average? Do we get an average on the site? Like an average? No, there's that other site there's around the comic, comic roundup. Oh, the comic roundup is funny yeah. because I can have like really good, and then there's one guy that hates me. And I do notice like one or two reviewers they hate me, and I'm thinking, let me see, and let me see how, let me see what their mom looks like because I think I might have banged them. You know what I'm saying? There might be some personal shit that went down there that I'm. I might be their father. Or, or I did something like I missed one of his books when I signed him, and that's why he hates me. I don't know, because sometimes you read a review, and I'm like, he's reviewing me, not the character in the book. You know, I'm like, he's reviewing me, and I lose all the time when that happens. So, but it's like, it's so weird when they're angry at you. I always, I always wonder about that. Now, you guys are pretty mellow, though. I think Comic Vine is, hey, we like this. This is fun. What's good? What's bad? See, I, I get flack when I call books fun. Well, from who? From, Nazis from, from the, the small vocal minority. Oh, again, it's not everyone. Right. Like, everyone's while people are like, like, oh, it's, it's fun, you know. But like, no, like, like Harley Quinn, that's a fun book. Right. And How dare you? Right. I've never. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I hate, I hate the reviews when people say that this this issue didn't matter. Like there was no great gigantic. Nobody died. Like nobody, you know, lost a head. Right. So oh boy. Or arm. Therefore, it's invalid. Like no comments matter right. what you get out of it when you read it. So yeah. like I, I freaking hate. So you should probably do next uh, so game game. Game. this book doesn't matter. It doesn't change the status quo. Which is stupid because if you change the status quo every issue you wouldn't have a status quo. We used to get that with Jonah Hex because they were done in one stories and people used to go, Well why why would I buy this? It's just it ends at the I'm like, what? I'm like, it's a story. You read the story. And they're like, Yeah, but it doesn't mean like what is it leading to? And I'm like, in the future. Number 15, you know, number 14 leads to 15. I don't know. I'm just telling stories. And they're like, but does it, is this a key issue? Like, should I have this issue? Or is it going to, and I'm like, Do I don't know. Do you think that's sort of like a sort of Pavlovian training from events? Like, like, I think know, so. People are trained to believe that this comic has to be tied into 17 other books, and if it's not, then it doesn't matter. I don't like comic well, events. Matter, sir. I, I don't like comic book <laughs> events because they're always disappointing. And they're, usually, no. and they're usually written by 15 people, so there's something that's always falling apart in them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I worked on Countdown, and I, I would never do that again. You know, I just was not a... It was not a great experience, because I was like, I don't know, nope, everybody's got a different channel on. They're all listening to some different music, you know. So I wouldn't do... I don't like events. Well, see, and that was a good thing about... Unless uh, weddings. I like weddings. Those are fun. Well, like your... Um, your sporting your, events. Sporting events. Your, your future in... Both your future in books, uh, Harley and, and Jay Zombie, and Brian, your detective. Yeah. Those... I, and that, this is a question I kind of asked you. It's like, they didn't tie in directly to the future, future's end comic. You know, where there's like certain things going on there. What was, was good about all your, 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 your books is they were in the future. Were they supposed to? No, I, oh, okay. I, I mean, that, that was, you, you didn't know... They're in the was, future, and it was at an end. You, you didn't I, know what you were going to get in these books. So some of them tied in directly. Others were like, I'm going to take this character, show them five years in the future. And, and to me, those were the better books. Because the, the regular story, I'm just okay with it. i, I got to be honest. I thought it was just the, the, the higher was five years from now, what's happening yeah. in your book. That makes sense. That's what we were told. But unfortunately, I got, I got several, you know, like... Crappy reviews from people who are like, "This isn't tied into Future's End. This doesn't, doesn't matter." matter. <laughs> oh, they, the, my my two <laughs> definitely don't matter then, because that you know, GI Zombie. I have the you know the United States cover with zombies running around, and then uh, Harley. It's just Harley and Joker on an island getting married, and it's it's goofy and fun. And well, that's a wedding event. That's a wedding event, yeah, which I love. <laughs> and and uh, but um, you know, so I 
I just figured, well, that's what happens in five years from yeah, now. I mean, in mine, I have uh, Batman, spoiler, sells out the Riddler, and, and maybe the Riddler is going to get killed at the end. And so people are like, well, Batman would never do that. But I thought the point was, this is five years later. Yeah, maybe he's like, angry. Like, this is between, like, now and Dark Knight when he does some crazy-ass shit, so how do you know what he's right. going to do in five years, you know? Yeah, I mean, if we really went, we could have went really nuts. Let's be honest. We could have destroyed the universe in five years. It would have been a great blank book. Like, somebody goes, hey, what's this button for, the first panel? And then the book's white for the rest of the book. <laughs> Futures. Futures at the end. Don't give, end. don't give them ideas. No, I know, I know. I'm sorry. You're right. You're It'll right. be an entire month. Right. When you guys move, when they move to the West, it's going to be nothing but the end of the universe. Do you, re- all white. Do, do, do you remember the uh, Marvel books that had no word balloons? Yeah. yeah me and Mark Wade, yeah, enough said. Month, me and Mark Wade, we didn't have enough time, but we were going to sell sticker sheets of balloons that people could just put on <laughs> the comic and then write their own dialogue. But we couldn't get it done in time because we thought, oh, those books are going to come out. We have to sell Mark Wade and Jimmy Palmiotti's blank balloon sticker sheets <laughs> and have them available in comic stores but it didn't happen well you can do like with the, you know like the magnets just have words right. of dialogue right. in it already and right. you can mix and match your refrigerator magnets you gotta make Dan, Dan should do it the metal comics oh, yeah. that's coming <laughs> we're gonna we run have, out of paper and use we metal stiff that's we, we do no they don't yes they yeah, do DC it's, it, it's DC. my book oh, okay. <laughs> it's Harley Quinn it's not called snatch, snatch, snatch and <laughs> It's not called Snatch and Stiff. They didn't have that smell available to us. Um, we, we uh, <laughs> believe me, I look for it. Um, it is a. It's called Rub and Smell Technology. <laughs> I'm trying to say this with a straight face. And it's and, and well, the comic is begged so you guys don't open it up and start rubbing it in the comic store. You know, and um, <laughs> you can't you can't block the the, uh, the books and start rubbing the comic yeah. in the comic store. It's awkward. Um, no, but this book is uh, it's 38 pages, and it has four very distinctive smells that are story oriented. We kind of, you know what? Look, it's the most cra- it's the craziest book I ever because the printer tells you we can only put the smells on these pages and in these places. So we had to write the book that things happened in that panel on that. Page. It was a nightmare, but it actually works in some bizarro way, and it's not. It wasn't my idea, though. Amanda keeps saying it was my idea, but I, I swear it was not my idea. Um, but it'll either be like really stupid or really stupid. So either way, you get one or the other. But people should buy it. Well, but 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 what's that? It. it will smell. It will smell. I, I can tell you, like. I can tell you a smell or two. Maybe you should spoil it. All right, all right. Okay. Brian wants it. You can tell Brian later. I'll tell you what the smells are. I, you know, we had the, a lot of smells that. to pick from. Can I create any of the smells right you, now? Um, what did you eat for lunch? What did you eat for lunch? You didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. Then maybe. Um, it, but, it, but, you know, aside from the gimmicky part of it, it is 38 pages, and Poison Ivy gets put into Arkham Asylum, and... Harley has to get her out of <laughs> Arkham Asylum. So there's no, a story Harley's in there. Working. He's really it's, just it's fun. Here. It's fun. It's fun. It's legitimate. I swear to When's God. When's the last time you rubbed the comic? Anybody? Let me see. Do you hit my show of hands? You, you did rub a. <laughs> which comic? Is that one? Is one of them Sarah Silverman? Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. You do, do you guys do that? You like rap noise? 
no, you know. the sound or yeah. the 3D code. Like when I do it on, on the podcast where you know, I'm flipping through the stack of comics and people are like, oh. So, wait, wait, wait. People who like comics hate things? Yes. Now, going back to the, the, the 3D um, comic, people should probably buy two copies, right? Because eventually yeah, get the, that rubbing is going to wear out. Oh, it's not 3D. It's just scratching. No, the, the, rub, yeah, the scratching. Oh, know, yeah. You should buy scratch. hundreds of them. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> you could tile your floors with them if you open them. I, I, you know, I don't know. Like, they're crazy gimmicks. If you, if you, you know. Why do you keep one of these? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what they make these things out of, so I'm not so sure what's getting lost in the world while they make them. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Um, Please. What, what, what character or team do you guys feel should have their own comic? And it can't be one that you're already working on. Character or team should yeah, have just, their own? Yeah, like just, random? Sure. Any, any character, any universe? Unless you have a new idea that you want to pitch right now, Josh. Pass. Come back. I'll think about it. Think about it. Uh, Mander and I are working uh, with a couple of friends on a a book about, about superheroes in Florida. Is it Golden Girls? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just say not far from that, but they're Florida-based <laughs> superheroes, and it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. We're working on, but we're laughing. I mean, she has to finish Captain Brooklyn first. So that's my yeah. She has to finish Captain Brooklyn. But the Florida one is based on my couple of years now living in Florida, and there's a lot of characters there. If there's weird no- news, it comes from Florida, and there's a reason. There's a reason. I will say we have a character called Face Off, because that guy that was eating people's faces down there. So you know, yeah. But we, it's based on like Florida characters, and one day we hope to do it. And it has the greatest name in the world. But I don't want to ruin it. It's, it's it's a wonderful name. But like far as existing characters, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, how about you? What do you? I don't like, like. Do you guys think about like? And I uh, this I'm saying it in part because I'm not doing any work for hire. But like, I don't think about other people's characters yeah. at all. Torpedo. Like, I love Fantastic Four, but I do not sit around like, oh man, I would do the coolest thing. Like if that's my job, I do it and I love it and it's a great yeah. job. But like I think about my own stuff. I don't. I think I'm Torpedo just... for me. I would like to write a Torpedo story to Jordy Bernay. Uh, you know, European. I love that mm. that comic. Well, what would you guys want to read? Not necessarily work on. I would like to read a Golden Girls comic. Golden Girls, like, but like with Thanos in it. Somehow, like with the rings, all the rings. They let out the, the garage to him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, Thanos lives on a rock that floats in space. Yeah, he'd right? be fine in a garage. I mean, he's, he's really garage. easy to please. He doesn't even need a planet, Thanos. He just floats around on a rock. Right? It's I mean, drone shaped that's rock. what I got from that movie. Yeah. So if it's in a movie, it's. It means, yeah, it's it's, it means something. Yeah. If it's in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Do I have any. Series I'd like to see? Yeah. No. Anything you want to work on? Uh, Captain Vine. I would Vine. be able to do the, uh, um, not, not Captain do like sexually, but the Superboy with the black t-shirt. Because, you know, he's kind of hot, so I understand if you mix that term. Um, yes, Superboy. Black t-shirt. Not the one that Scott LaBelle. <laughs> it was uh, the, the older one. The, the, Scott was supposed to be was a panel yeah. earlier. Well, Francis and I objected uh, a run that Francis drew and I colored right, uh, right. like Adventure Comics, like that version. I really like that version of Superboy. Uh, not was the Tron version. Who was it so angry? I don't even know. Sadly, I, I, ju- I prejudged um, 
those tonics, but uh, he looks like Tron. So. What about, uh, what, tell us about uh, Sons of Devil. Good segue. Yeah, it was really Tron, Superboy. <laughs> um, Sons of Devil is a Kickstarter that I did uh, in April. Uh, it's for a comic book and a short film. Uh, the short film is in the can. We shot it uh, over four, four nights in August, and I'm editing it right now. And so that will be hopefully ready in November. Um, the comic book itself was supposed to be ready in October, but uh, we had like a big announcement in January, which I can't uh, divulge. So it's not going to be ready in time, but the artist is working on pages, and so uh, uh, I guess in January we'll have big news about it. In terms of what the story is about, it's about uh, it's about cults. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, it's told over two I two like spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. You don't have to spoil the Is it a religious cult, or is it a uh, like guys? Um, so, that I guess I'll give you like the the plot. Uh, it's a lot of cults. Uh, in 1989. Uh, a Charles Manson meets Jim Jones type of cult figure uh, with 100 followers. He makes a deal with the devil uh, that if he sacrifices all of his followers, including nine of his infant children, to whom he's the uh, biological father of all nine, uh, then the devil will be reborn through him. Uh, the night before it happens, um, one of the mothers uh, finds out about it and she kidnaps all the babies. So he kills the, all everyone else, uh, but he is unable to kill the babies because they are stolen. They get put into foster care. Fast forward 25 years later, uh, he's back and he's hunting down his children so he can kill them and finish his deal with the devil. But it's really a story about family. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's about hope. Not, no, well, I mean, I, what the story the story is told through one of the sons, and um, you know, he's he's got uh, all, all these issues with feelings of abandonment and not knowing who his family is and who his biological parents are. So that's what he, that's what his real need is. And so, you know, through the course of the story, uh, you know, I guess the realization that he has to come to is that you create your family. Like, your biology is your biology, but the family that you make is your family, and that's what's important. So it, it is kind of about family. So what do we tell January to hear anything? Yes. Okay. And Jimmy, you just did a Kickstarter. Yes. For so Jimmy did a Kickstarter? Yes, I did. Another? So for Sex and Violence, Volume 2, and it's... Three stories that have nothing to do with each other. Three short stories, and uh, one's about a, a, a serial killer's uh, look back at his lovely life. Uh, the other one's about a mom and daughter who uh, are looking for a new daddy. And uh, the third one, uh, Justin wrote, and it's about uh, how uh, uh, Russia used the dogs during the World War II to attack Aww. tanks. Aww. And yeah, that's really sweet. Um, and uh, so it, it's it's fun, but it's we did the first volume; it did pretty well. And and uh, so it's just we're just kind of telling stories with those themes. It's fun stuff. So it's it's over already, so it's good. So you're already working on the next Kickstarter. The next one is a western. Is this we're doing sexy western. No, uh, violent. But not too sexy, no. Because you, you, you tease that in, the, in Join the Hex, that one issue. Like, sexy western story. Sexy western, yeah, that was somebody, because somebody made Sexter. a joke. Sexy western. Sexter. You know, Tallulah Sexter. Black is sexy in her own way, you know? Swextern. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but, but we like that. What's going on? You answering emails? I, I got someone texting me. Oh, okay. No, it's my girl. His girlfriend. <laughs> so, Josh, you got the bunker. I'm going to kick your ass out. <laughs> 
I do. Uh, the Bunker is coming out monthly-ish from Oni Press. Uh, the first trade paperback is available at my booth right now, 2412. We're almost sold out, though, so come on down. Uh, my beautiful wife, who is also a comic book writer, her first issue of My Little Pony came out last month. And right. she also has copies of her uh, nonfiction uh, profile of movie star Anne Dvorak. Um, from the original Scarface. Yeah, yeah. The better Scarface. Oh, wow. Oh, it's yeah, great. Man. It's super good. This, they're, both the they're both great. They're both great. And then I got The Life After, which uh, issue four comes out in a couple weeks. And I'm launching Punks from Image in October. And we have a limited edition card game uh, called Nut Puncher, uh, which is available <laughs> downstairs also at my booth. Just um, run over to the booth. And you really should. It's awesome. Aim yourself at it. That is actually the prize at the end. Yeah, you get really, a bunch of yeah, nuts. Yes. Awesome. Um, yeah, so Punks is coming out in October, and it's super cool. All right. Word. And I don't know if, if you guys are aware, but so there's this comic called Cowl. Now, Jen is actually going to be doing something on Cowl. What are you going to be doing? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Look, I understand you're having issues with Kyle, but that's a lot. That's really... They like it. Yeah! That guy just took a shit on stage. That's the only way you get that kind of noise. Go ahead. Sorry. Wow. Uh, yeah, so issue 6 is actually going to be a, a comic that takes place uh, as though it were in, in the 60s. Uh, so you guys are going to be all the world and Basically, the idea is what if you know, Marvel Comics at that time could actually you know, block a license to Cowell. Uh, so that'll be really fun, and I get to... Uh, Congratulations. You're, you're drawing it? Congratulations. I will be drawing some games in it. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. It's awesome. So, I think we are about out of time. Oh, Thank God. We're a lot out of time, sir. We're one minute out of time <laughs> because some people were late. I was peeing. I could have peed here. But you've told me I'm not allowed. So. Well, we and by the way, you might have noticed I found Jimmy. So <laughs> I, I was lost till he found yeah. me. <laughs> in so many ways, you have no idea. It's true. I was crying in like the rain. A, like a lamb in the rain. It was rain outside for there a was. second. Calif- yeah. California rain. Jimmy smells like a wet sheep. I, I do. Mm. You, you know what? I don't really know what a wet sheep smells like because it's me. So everyone else would smell it. You know what I mean? Because you don't really know what you smell like. You know? Yeah. It is. Well... Okay. Oh, they call it Ode to Jimmy. What is, what, what, you actually, I'll give you a hint. There's a smell in there that you could say it smells like Jimmy in a way, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> but how are we gonna know which one? Beautiful flower. It's the one that makes you smile. Aww. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So thank you guys for coming. If anyone is going to New York Comic Con, yes, we're yes. doing a panel there too. Oh, okay. So we're on that. Do more of this. Am I doing yeah. that too? You're on that. Jimmy's mm-hmm. on that. Brian's on that. Yep. We're just gonna have that that Josh Williamson guy. Ugh. What are you talking about? We have enough. There's enough Joshes. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Well, I'll be there. A couple other people. Yes, you have a question. Who's got? He's got a question. Do you guys? Do you guys do San Diego also? Yep. 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 Good question. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Um. In San Diego. During San Diego. Uh, In July, right? Is it? I like to go on vacation with my wife there. (laughs) What day do you guys have the panel? Oh, we, uh, we don't know what time yet for San Diego, but we know the New York one. You going to be up in New York? Uh, did you guys go to the last San Diego Comic Con? Yes. Yes. 
Uh, which day was that panel? Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, how did they have a Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> you found me out! You're a monster, I was testing! No, Thursday. Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. I get them mixed up. Yeah, Thursday. Not Wednesday, though. That's preview night. All right. We're so done. Thank you guys for coming. So, so my, question my question is, is could it be? We don't know. And I would like to ask you which comic book that's affecting you most emotionally. Yeah. yeah. That's the question. I'll shake your head. I love Alan Davis. This is a John Byrne issue. I love Alan Davis. I, I, I wasn't a fan of this. That's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. I give this a two.